What's up, guys? Welcome back to Two Sisters and Their Dramas. It's your girl, Nay. And your big sis, Chan. So, Nay, I'm going to go ahead and get this party started. All right, all right. Today, we are drinking what's called, I think I'm going to call this an adult strawberry lemonade. It's pretty good. Yeah? You pretty like tasty. It? Good. It's pretty tasty. So, we're having an adult strawberry lemonade. Y'all already know the drill. We hope that you are having one with us if you are age appropriate. If not, you can always have a... Nice little mocktail. Or a glass of water. It is still summertime. Some so juice. Please hydrate. Um, so, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into today's episode of I Promise You the Moon. We told you guys we were going to be banging out these podcasts every week. And so far, this is just week two. We're doing what we can. We're doing okay. I, I You know, I feel like we're, we're in stride. So we're going to keep it going as long as possible. Absolutely. I do want to remind you all that this is a trial run, of course. Um, so we'll, we'll, con- we'll continue to keep trying. So this, um, every episode seems to be about a year of time. So we're now in the sophomore year of school for TNOA. Mm-hmm. Um, the main thing that I took away from this episode is that change is inevitable. It is. And um, I deeply appreciate everything that NATO Bangkok has been doing for this show. Yeah. Um, the visuals are phenomenal. The artistry of it all is great. Mm-hmm. The camera angles, the colors, the lighting, the music... It all just kind of heightens the experience of every episode. It does. I agree 100%. I I still go back to, you all know how I said last week that I was team tech. Surprise, surprise. You know, we always got to have one. Surprises are good. Who doesn't like a surprise? Change is inevitable. You like a surprise, right? I love a surprise. I do too. So I'm going to still say that as of now, I'm still team tech. There's always hesitance with him just because he is he's a lot he absolutely is a lot um i am still team oa mm-hmm. uh, i do think the clear thing for me in this episode is that they are growing apart mm-hmm. they started growing apart i think the way that the writer structured it is that you notice little small nuances of them growing apart in episode one. Mm -hmm. And and they kind of just let you know that the writing was on the wall as a viewer. We don't know when, but we know that there is some type of expiration date somewhere. And that could be 20 years, 30 years, but there is an expiration. And even that expiration, maybe it doesn't have to be defined the way that I and you probably would think of an expiration as far as a relationship. It could be an expiration at this phase of life that they're in. Absolutely. You know, so, but they, they do kind of start dropping those little hints for us. And I appreciate that. Uh, Ted is definitely becoming um, more confident in his acting career. He's very skills. He's learning more. Mm-hmm. He's absorbing it all. Yeah. And Oe is falling by the wayside. He definitely is, you know. I, 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 for me, I think OA has never been a student. Like a, he hasn't been that A on the road kid. He hasn't really. I don't want to call him a slacker because I don't think that he's a slacker at all. But I do think that he has moments where he displays that he is not as passionate 
and that he is also not willing to put in the same level of work. That doesn't make him a bad student or anything like that. It just, he almost has like a lackadaisical application, you know, to me with the way that he moves through his studies. I think that comes down to how interested he is in that particular study. True, true. Um, throughout this episode, Ted um, grows. Oed decides he doesn't want to do this performing arts theater thing anymore. He wants to try his hand at something new, mm-hmm. which is advertising, mm-hmm. and he excels. I think that he also does what I wish most people would do is in that moment, it's okay to pause. You know how Absolutely. we go through life and we're going 100 miles per hour. And I, even for me, because the first one we were watching it and we talked about it, you know, I was just like, golly, this kid's all over the place. He needs uh-huh. to kind of commit. And on one hand, I do believe that you have to commit. But I also agree after talking it through with you more that it's okay to press the stop button and redirect and, and, and take a different path. And I think that's scary, especially for somebody like mm-hmm, me, because mm-hmm. I'm a little bit of a type A personality. So I can understand Ted, too, because Ted was definitely like, he was not with the shit. He was not with the shit. So what was calling him out <laughs> left and right the whole episode? Mm-hmm. You don't know what you want. You're just doing whatever. But he did that rude. in middle school. You know, he kind of gave him the business in middle school. He was just like, you don't even want this. Like, and I don't think he did at the time either, but that's neither here nor there. Okay, well, we won't get into how at bat she was for OA in part one. We won't, I was. we won't. Okay, but anyway. I still um, I just think it comes down to him discovering that, yes, I like acting. I think it's nice, mm-hmm. but it's not for me. Yeah. And. But what he also learned was. There is more to acting than just being on the front side of the camera. That's tech. Yeah, but I'm saying OA learned that, okay, maybe I'm not 100% passionate about just being in the front of the camera. You know, I don't, I don't need to be the actor. Maybe I need to do some behind the scenes stuff. And I'm actually low-key kind of good at it. You know, it's a natural thing for me to be good at behind the scenes. Okay. I mean, I'm not... I don't, I'm not going to argue. I, I think that he definitely is coming into his own. And I appreciate it very much for him. Yeah. Um, I do think that it kind of hurt Ted's feelings a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just because who are we if we're not pursuing the same aspirations? Mm-hmm. Who are we if we don't have the same goals? But that's not fair for him to have this one-sided view of their relationship. Absolutely. You know, because OA's probably walking around thinking that we are two different people with different personalities and passions. And that's okay. We can still have that and still be together. Right. As you should. Yeah. 100%. But don't get me started on that because there are a lot of people that, you know, want you to eat, breathe, and sleep, and move. Well, alike and that's not healthy you have yeah. to be different and I think that that's something that I can applaud OA for for recognizing that say dude like it's okay we can we can walk we don't different have to paths. be connected at the hips mm-hmm. in everything we do absolutely so I, I can appreciate that about him 100% I think that Ted is super stubborn um, I think he is selfish in many ways and I think that that's always been his character. 
he definitely is very much what I say goes. What I want is what is right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why he needed to be with somebody who believed in the same dream. And it bothers me that he, he's holding on to that so strongly. But I also think to just kind of go a little bit deeper into that, I think that there is some insecurities there, you know, because he's always had, you know, his parent, his mm-hmm. mother. Mm-hmm. He's always had his brother. And, you know, to a certain extent, I'm sure he had a group of friends. He did. You know, he had the girlfriend in high school that was pushing him. Like, he needs people to motivate and push him or or just be in his corner. And I think that he has to learn to develop confidence on his own and within himself. Absolutely. Like, he knows that he's a good actor, but also he's used to having people in that same wheelhouse. Like, we all believe in this, and that's just not truth that's not reality i don't need you to like everybody knows i like baking cakes right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't need you as my friend to bake a cake with me to show your support correct i don't need you even to eat my cakes to show your support i need you to support me agreed and that's what ted needs to kind of work on evolving is that so support me. You yes, know, he's like, not there yet. No, not at all. 100%. I do think that this episode is showing very clearly that OA is the one who is doing the most evolving. True. Um, I think he is definitely coming into his own as a person. And he's changing. What do you think about when he was, you know, acting and he had to portray um, a gay character? And the flip to that is, he also had to turn around and play a masculine character, mm-hmm. which derailed his acting dreams completely. Why do you think it was so challenging for him to play either of those characters? I don't think it was a challenge for him to play a gay character. I do think the challenge was in the non-gay character. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think that OA is wanting to be in the closet, regardless of whether or not it's a performance or not. I just don't think he knows how to not be himself. Yeah. I think he really found himself early. Mm-hmm. I think he's very confident right. with himself. I think he's very happy with himself. And I don't think he at all wants to change himself. I do think it's fair to note that, you know, at the beginning of episode one about Promise You the Moon, he was very still kind of like, wait, are we doing this? Are we out? Right. Are we public? Are are we public? And I think a lot of that is just probably tradition. I think that's a little bit of, you know, just... I think it's more on the fact that Ted did not want to be public. Yeah. He's very much adapting his life to Ted's life in almost But the moment Ted came out, it was like, let's hold hands. It's all good. OA was still a little bit reluctant. But I think a lot of it could be just various reasons with him being so reluctant. I don't think it was 100% a Ted thing as far as the way Ted treated him. I do think that that was a big part of it. But I also think that everybody still has, you know, like, I'm I'm, I'm out, but get, give me a minute. Like, you know, don't just... 100% throw me at the deep end of the pool. Okay. But that's just me. I could be no, wrong. You're right. 
hundred percent, or I you could be a hundred percent right. You never know. But I can appreciate him though in that moment when he was going through that particular acting opportunity, and the, the producer was like, "Hey, can you can, can you, you man it up yeah, a little you're bit? You're a little too feminine. Do do you think he that, said you look great? Do you think that that hurt him? I do because I think the producers came out the bat, and but remember. Kim had came out Kim and said, I already said, like bro, they horse, ruthless in there. They ruthless. They told me I look old. They yep. told me I don't look <laughs> like I study. And this is normal, so get ready get for ready it. Get ready for it. But I think for OA, I said this before, there is a part of him that is used to things being easy. Okay. And that just happens for some people. I'm sure all of us can look through our lives or social media, and I know a lot of that is pretend, but there are things, people that we see, and things just appear to be easy. And OA kind of gives that vibe that things have just been kind of easy for him, because he walked in and he did his first round, and the producer said, hey, the face is amazing. Like, right, you look good. You look good, boy. Okay. <laughs> but he was just like, hmm. You gotta man that up a little bit. Like you don't seem the type that be, you know, flirting with young ladies. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of took him aback because I, I, number one, don't think he knows how to be absolutely a not. And I also think he was not prepared for it to be that real and raw. Right. It it was a little harsh. He he very clearly said you're a bit too feminine. Mm-hmm. Like there was no sweetness about it. It mm-hmm. was just straight A. Hey, you're a little too feminine. Mm-hmm. And I think even when he went back to tell Ted about it, he had apprehensions that Ted was going to feel the same way. Like that I may be feminine. I may be girly. That's who I am. But is this an outward perception that everybody has of me? I think Ted believes that. I think he wouldn't say that to him just because he loves him. But I do think that a part of him is kind of like... Well, he's not wrong. Right. And I say that just because later at the end of the show, when he was kind of just reading him and going off on him, or he was really embarrassing him in front of he, his he friends, was. Um, I think he he held all that in, right? Absolutely. His frustrations, you know, his concerns, and he used that opportunity to just, just kind of run over him with everything that he had been holding. So I, I think that he, OA was 100% right in his apprehension and I also think that he knows Ted well enough to know that Ted probably believes that but at the same time Ted's not going to come out and say it until he's ready to explode and that's just which is so crazy it it, it absolutely is for Ted Mm -hmm. he he is going to speak first think later Mm -hmm. whereas OA is very much uh, I'm going to take all this in and I'm going to tell you how I feel after I've thought about it other than the one time he's passed at the dinner. Yeah, but I think OA has always been the one, even though I wasn't, I was Team OA right in the first mm-hmm. season, I still, what made me be most appreciative was him was that he had an understanding. Like, he's very understanding. Absolutely. He 100%. picks and chooses his words. 100%. And he actually does the opposite of me and Ted, which he kind of listens before he speaks. And he takes it in and he absorbs okay. everything that he needs to and then responds. And he he, he succeeds in that. And Ted, at times, do that. Because I thought also, I want to give him his props because I think that Ted, at times, is a good friend. But I think his friendship is 
mm, what's the word that I'm looking for? I think his friendship has like these conditions. Like Absolutely. he's a conditional great friend. Right. It's like when we're on the same page, I am here for you. I support you. Got I your back you. a thousand percent. And the moment we're not on the same page or the moment you get off track of what he thinks you should be doing. We're beefing. Yeah. His friendship. And you're changes. wrong. Absolutely. I think that's that's something that he also but he also said at the end, like he kind of knows that, you know. He he is growing. It's just slowly, yeah. and he's been growing since the first season. However, yeah. now he's starting to have to focus on more than just himself. Mm-hmm. I am in this relationship. I want to be an actor. I have these friends, and all of these things have their different parts of me that I have to give to them. Yeah. So, it's been a struggle for him. I try not to hold it against him too much. Because they're, they're both still young. They're absolutely. I mean, they're just sophomores. You yeah. Know? So, they're probably 19 at right. best. Right. So, I, I think it's fair. We understand that. And, you know, we were also talking before we pressed the record button how the truth of the matter is the whole high school, yeah. even collegiate level relationships, the, the longevity of those they are can, not... They don't have, it's not a long time. And, and you know, you're so deeply in love and you're yes. passionate about uh-huh. this person. But the truth of the matter is, it's probably less than a percent that go on to make right. it, oh, you know, for the long haul. They can be very rose colored. Um, those relationships are very formative yeah. for your future. And what you learn or not don't learn from them mm-hmm. will impact every relationship going forward. And if you think about it this way, you know how we're always saying, who really knows what they want to do right. at 18 or 19 20. as far as a career? Life. Um, and in life. So let alone a whole relationship. Right. Because I am definitely not the same woman that I was um, when I was 20. I would hope not. I'm not the same woman that I was in my late 20s. Same for me. And I'll cut it off in my 30, early 30s. I'm not the same woman that I was then. So I, I, I'm not, I try not to be the same person that I was a year ago. I, I want to try to evolve certain parts of me, you know, daily. It, it's a grind. It's tough. So I can't imagine that Ted and OA really have, there's not a lot that can happen for them as far right. as their relationship being a lifelong relationship just because just the growth that they are going through individually you have to you have to learn how to be a hundred percent yourself before you can share that much of yourself with somebody else Mm -hmm. and Tim wants to be that like he wants to share everything absolutely he he has this rose-colored idea of relationship but that again is based off of this conditional you know, ideal that he has towards life. Like, as long as we're on the same page, OA, I thought you and I were going to be superstars together. Yeah, that flashback is kind of cold. Yeah, and that's just not the truth. But I also think that's something that Ted, as much as he is a good friend when he's in that moment, I also think he has some growth to do because he doesn't ask questions, you know? He He listens and he says to you, hey, Nay, I'm here for you. We're going to be okay. You're going to, I support you, whatever it is that you're going through. But he doesn't ask, like, right. what is it that you right. want to do? Help me understand why you feel this way. There's no yep. mm-hmm. conversation. But I do think, I want to note this, that he does know 
OA very well. Like he, as much as it was rude for him to embarrass OA at the dinner table, he was 100% right with his assumptions that he made in middle school about him. So what were these assumptions that you say he had? I feel like he knew then that he didn't want to be an actor. Um, I feel like he also knew that he was just going along to get along. And it was cool. It was in. And that's why he just kind of wanted to. As far as OA, he, he just was like, okay, I'm good at this. Uh, and that was at middle school, right? So it's like, who isn't good at it? at the middle school or even, you know, elementary level. But, and even moving on to college, when he made that, when he said it again, there are, there, there was some truth to that. And I know that it was rude and it was um, poor timing and inappropriate. You can always phrase that differently because that goes back to had you ask questions, you know, then you mm-hmm. would have, that would have led to a deeper level conversation and you could have helped each other or he could have helped him get on the path that he needed to or just support or even just to help understand. I think that he was still right though. When he I'm opposite that. of this. I, I think that Ted has every right to change his mind about what he wants to do with his life. That's yes, true. I enjoyed being an actor in middle school. I enjoyed it in high school. It was fun. But once I got to college and I started experiencing other things, that's not so much fun for me anymore. I, sure. I might have outgrown the idea of being an actor. Sure. And I might have only been enjoying the idea of being an actor with my boyfriend because we were together in that moment. Them being at two different campuses, having two different sets of friends, it all kind of affects everything that you do in life. Yes, understandable. But remember, OA and Ted ended their friendship in middle school. Mm-hmm. OA went off to do this high school level like acting thing, Ted. And they just happened to be to link back up because they needed to go learn. But they still had the same group of friends. It they didn't did. change. They did. But I think that OA could have ventured off and said, hey, I want to do something different. I think, though, for me, though, I, I, I truly feel like he went along to get along. He was like, acting seems easy. I like it. All my friends are doing it. I'm with it. And I think Ted was right when he called him out. But we'll have to agree to disagree. That's Absolutely. what makes this podcast Absolutely. unique. Y'all can also chime in and tell us how y'all are feeling. Of course. And give Who's us team some, Ted? Who's team OA? Give us some different perspectives. Maybe it's something that we haven't thought of. Y'all already know. You can hit us up on our social medias. You can email uh-huh, us uh-huh, uh-huh. and let us know. But I want to hear from you all. I want to know what your thoughts Absolutely. are as it relates to Ted and OA. But back to... What do you think about Jai? He did something that was very shady at the dinner table. Now, what happened? Ted didn't get a part, and Kim was like, hey, we're going out to celebrate or either to help prop you up. Kim didn't get the part either. Yeah. And so she's just a good, she's a good friend. She is. And so all of them, and they're, and they're upper class, and so they got together, and, you know, they were going out for a good meal. Let's go Everybody have a meal. Loves a good know, meal. like to eat. And I t- invited him, right, to OA to he join. He did, but OA had plans with his friends. Yeah, that's fine. It's he college. said, cool, I'll come hit you up when I'm done here. Perfect. It works. But Ted, being a little underdeveloped emotionally. In his feelings. You know. A brat. Yeah, he was. 
he acted out and he that's when we were talking about how he kind of called him out and said some rude things and you guys definitely he let him have it at that, that dinner table so watch episode i promise you the moon too so you can see what we're talking about in more depth but to answer your question i feel like uh what's his name again? john he did something shady and kind of underhanded because OA posted a picture on Instagram and he was like, hey, you know, give me your follow me. I'll follow you back. You know, which is kind of, you know, it's a bit, it's very bread crummy. I think that you never know how that's going to shake out. It's not a basic we follow each other on social media. It just, no, the whole look that he gave him. Jai was suspicious. He was very suspicious. It was very suspect. And I could be a little paranoid. And I don't know if I like him at all. I could be paranoid because I've been at a dinner table and seen that, but that's neither here Word. Nor there. So. Flirty, flirty. Yeah. So. Okay, so. To be continued on that. When they mm-hmm. left the dinner. Story time coming. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> when they left the dinner and they are arguing in the street at this point, mm-hmm. um, Oye asked Ted, if this is who I am, you wouldn't like me anymore? Right. And Ted had the audacity to give him the long pause of thought and then say maybe with a shoulder shrug. And I would have just broke just... up with him right then there in the street. It'd you, have been over. You think he would have been a dick or do you think that's not No, I think he, he really... genuinely felt that. Okay. I think he did with every part of him because I don't like who you are right now already. Mm-hmm. He, he pretty much had said you're only doing advertising because you're friends. You, only, you change who you are because of who you're around. Was there some truth to that? I don't think so. I think in this episode, the om- since the beginning of this season, the only time OA has been alive was in that advertising class. That yeah. was the only time he had a light about him. I agree to that. And I think he's right for pursuing it. I yeah. think it lit a fire in him that he himself had not been experiencing. I do want to add, though, I think everybody has a right to find what makes you happy. Absolutely. You know? We, we can get frustrated from being bystanders of your life, but ultimately it is your life and you have to do what makes you happy. Correct. Regardless of your family, your friends. Correct. Don't let anybody stop you from doing what makes you happy because you only get one turn around the sun. Yep. Got this one life, man. You better do what you can, the best you can, as long as you can. Yeah. And because we like drama and we like talking about drama, of course it's always going to be exciting when people don't do what we think they should do, but ultimately... To know us is to know that we still support and we want you to do whatever makes you happy. I just find it really crazy that this particular season, we're the total opposites from the first season. Mm-hmm. It is crazy, mm-hmm. but it's it's interesting. It is. So listen, we're going to wrap this up because I think we pretty much covered everything, um, unless you have something that we didn't kind of highlight Again, this is episode two of I Promise You the Moon, right? Mm-hmm. It is fantastic so far. It's very exciting. Y'all know um, this is my second round into the BL Absolutely. world. This is like my 50th round into <laughs> the BL world. I do want to just add, though, it is still emotionally... It's still an emotional roller coaster. Absolutely. So start uh, to finish. This is my second go around. It's still kind of like, oh Lord, what's happening? I'm frustrated. I'm mad. I'm sad. I'm happy. He gets on my nerves. I hate him. I love him. I'm not all over the place like that. I, that's just who I am. I'm always going to be all over the place. She's emotionally. a bit dramatic. Mm-hmm. I am. 
So we want you to, of course, listen to this podcast. Go back and listen to last week's podcast when we talked about I Promise You the Moon yes. 1. But before you listen to the podcast, go ahead and give the show a watch. It is online TV Thailand. Uh, also, go ahead and follow us on all of our social media accounts while you're watching the show as well. You definitely need a VPN. I do want to just add, though, if you haven't seen the first season of... I Told Something About You. You need to go back, and you need to go back and listen to our podcast about it so you can kind of see how I've been all over the place and how I jump sides. I mean, it, it'll it get you like that. It, <laughs> it's definitely one of those shows that'll get you like that. This, it's amazing. The show ended on a promise, you guys. Mm-hmm. And you know how promises go when it comes to TV shows. Mm-hmm. It left you kind of sitting there wondering. Yeah. What I does hope this, this mean? one doesn't do that. I mean, the theme of the episode to me was change is inevitable. And promises may not always work out based on change. That's true. And that was a great closeout. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this podcast up. Again, y'all follow us on all our social media accounts. We're Two Sisters and Their Dramas. Uh, We will be dropping these weekly. Every week, you guys. At least for the next foreseeable future. We'll keep you guys posted if anything changes. We'll see you on the next Tuesday. Ahala. Bye.